All right, Crowder, can you say who this is? Who? Gene Simmons. Appel? Don't look it up. I know this song. How bizarre. I don't know who sings it, though. All right. You were about to cheat Appel? Yeah, I was. He was. I saw him immediately. Well, because I didn't think you were going to come to me. I thought you were just going to test him. Like, I saw Solana out of the corner of my eye. Like, I see him going to his keyboard. Like, he's got to know who that is. It's OMC. Oh, of course. OMC. I just wanted to show my dominance over you guys when it comes to music. You may know the 3-4 versus the 4-3 defense, but... I know when Lady Gaga is just trying to be recognized <laughs> and uh, when OMC has a big hit. The, the guy who has spent a little over two hours today talking about how Usher didn't play any songs that anybody knows, he's going to flex his music muscle here on How Bizarre. You okay, didn't think guy. that was an odd choice by him to do all new music? I thought it was <laughs> I can't so even odd. Get, you can't even get through <laughs> I thought it was so odd. Let me give you the stock market report for this Monday, sponsored by Miami Lakes Auto Mall. Start the new year in a new ride with no payments for 90 days. Kendall Dodge Chrysler, JeepRam.com. Dow Jones up 125 points. S&P 500 down four points. NASDAQ down 48 points. Dow Jones closed at a record Give you a little cat talk as well. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out when it's game time. Make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius, essential energy drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. Panthers are off until Wednesday. They'll play the Penguins and the Crossman Wednesday night in Pittsburgh. They'll be in Buffalo Thursday and then in Tampa on Saturday. So a little three-game road trip for the Panthers. Now we will get some headlines for the 4 o'clock hour. We're at Twin Peaks in Davie University Drive. Final show of the football season. We'll be back back out here sporadically. Yeah, we'll be back. All right, black. We'll be black out here. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, periodically. It's just me and OG. Before the next... uh, You, OG, and Jermaine Dupree. <laughs> he ain't invited looking like that. Um, we'll be back out here periodically, and then all of a sudden it'll be the next football season before you even know it. I can't wait. But we're at Twin Peaks here until 6 o'clock, University Drive in Davie. Let's get 4 o'clock headlines here with Alejandro Solana. Driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford we know trucks. I wanted to revisit something Appel was saying when talking about Mahomes and his dominance, how this year probably the worst roster he's had in any of his Super Bowl winning seasons. And this tweet yesterday for me um, kind of summed it up perfectly with just how unbelievable this run was from Mahomes. It came from somebody on Twitter, Warren Sharp, at Sharp Football. He said, the scariest part about this Super Bowl, this was supposed to be the year to knock off the Chiefs. Mahomes was the most expensive cap hit in the NFL, $37 million. His offensive line, as Appel mentioned, weakened. His wide receiver won a rookie. They were forced to play six straight games at a rest disadvantage weeks 12 through 17, the only time a team had had to do that in NFL history. They played in Germany, didn't have a first-round bye. They had to play on the road in the divisional round as an underdog. They had to play on the road in the conference championship round as an underdog, and they were the underdogs in the Super Bowl. Toughest path to a Super Bowl based on strength of opponent faced ever, and they still won the Super Bowl. 
as I said, you know, all last week, like you want to talk about Goat and Brady and yeah. you've already seen enough from Mahomes. And I kept saying, you know what? If you win this Super Bowl after having gone through Buffalo on the road, Baltimore on the road, and then you go into the Super Bowl as an underdog and win, like then I'll have that conversation. And he did it like you yeah. can't like. But that's what I'm saying. Like you yeah, like I look at the league now and I go, OK. Until that guy shows me that he can't do it, I don't care who's surrounding him. He's going to do it. And that this is why I say, like, why when I talk about Brady, Mahomes, is why I talk about arm talent and the ability to play the quarterback position, why Patrick is on top. The same thing people are saying about Patrick Mahomes this year is what they say about Brady. Jabbar Gaffney was his best receiver some years. David Patton. Troy Brown, David Patton. People like that were his best receivers. He had Gronk, though. So Mahomes has Kelsey. He had Gronk, and that's all they needed. You put garbage around him. I would say the most impressive thing about this run, even on the other side, Chris Jones is the best defensive interior guy in the world. Um, Darius Sneed, like, they have all pros all on that team. The offensive line that Patrick is playing behind, is it's, that's the most impressive to me because they don't have – you brought it up earlier. They don't have no great players protecting him. He just makes it work with his feet and extending those plays. But – it's a criticism that they did Brady a long time. Where's his weapons? Hell, he's going to throw it to somebody. They'll get a big old white dude that can jump real high in the air. Well, you, you pair that up with the guy implementing the scheme and Andy Reid, who's one of the best play callers and guys who've designed an offense in the history of the NFL. And like that Andy Reid-Mahomes combo is clearly lethal. It's and, an and unstoppable like, force. And, and, and just like I always think back to when they drafted him and what they were like – they had Alex Smith, and they were 10, 11 wins every year. They were in the playoffs every year. They made Mahomes sit for a year behind Alex Smith. And now now this. Uh, it's, it is one of the more uh, – man, like they are the team of the a, uh, like 2018 to now. A topic on first take this morning, it was like, who's closer to claiming the title of the GOAT? Mahomes to Brady or LeBron to MJ. Ooh. I, you know, what are y'all? I'm thinking of big picture. Me personally, Mahomes is better than Tom Brady. Better than Tom Brady. He's better than Tom Brady. But is he the GOAT? See, they were, See, they were getting, that's so the, they were going into yeah. the weeds on that on ESPN. They were going, well, wait a second. I believe he's the more talented quarterback, and he is by far the best quarterback in the league right now. But until he's got five rings, six rings, I don't want to hear about him being the GOAT. So we're ring counting. Every, I ask people this all the time. Well, we no, long count. Count. But when, thing, when, things, are, when things are even. And how many rings did Brady win? Seven. Six? Seven. Seven. So why? What's the, what's the big goofy knock knee dude that has six, 12 rings? Bill Russell? Well, I mean, Bill Russell. I mean, I'm just saying, like, like ten what, feet taller than everybody else. But when people playing. start to, and Kareem Abdul Jabbar had 100 points, and all, you look at his number, like, it was when, Will, 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 sorry. Will Chamberlain. When people start talking about, hey, <laughs> So compare him. He's better. He can be better because he doesn't have five rings. No, 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 no. Okay, no. so let's ring count. No, 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 no. Things are, no, when things are equal and they're as talented as they are, well, you got to have something to, thing. to separate him. And you, I would also say – You sorry. can't just say, hey, this guy's that much better, but he's got more rings because you could do that with Robert Ory. Yeah. But when you see greatness, Tom Brady is probably the greatest quarterback that we've ever seen up until Mahomes. Yes. So now he's also got seven rings. But here, here's the thing, though. We've seen these two quarterbacks match up in a Super Bowl against each other. And it wasn't Brady on the Patriots. It was Brady on the Buccaneers. And Brady and the Bucs beat Mahomes in the Super Bowl. So, And that was his seventh ring. 
And even in that Super Bowl, the more dominant quarterback play was Patrick Mahomes. Tom Brady threw a couple of check downs. I, I, I don't even necessarily disagree with you, but good luck winning that argument. Right. right. I mean, and, uh, now we're going to do he beat him in the Super Bowl, who, but and I can't Mahomes even think played of, better. I mean, who did Brad Johnson play when Tampa won? Who did Rich Trent Dilfer yeah, play? One like, ring. That person, that's one ring. No, but I'm saying so it's like that's that's the whole GOAT thing. The GOAT. So it has to do with team success. It has to do with longevity, like you said, and it has to do with the number of championships. Well, also greatness. You're 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 forgetting the one. But you're forgetting like, are you arguing? Are of you all argu- time? Are you arguing that Tom Brady take Mahomes out of it? Yes. Are you arguing that Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback in NFL history? No. If you're if so, that's what I'm saying. Like, they, 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 like, but it but sounds I'm like saying, his criteria is different. That's than. what. But the criteria you can argue for anything. I can say. Take the rings out of like Dan Marino and Joe Montana and those guys. They were amazing yes, quarterbacks. You're correct. But they don't have as many rings as Tom Brady. Correct. But if they were on the Tom Brady teams, they might have more rings. Put Patrick Mahomes. Well, we just talked about Tom Brady not having like, anything around him other than Gronk. I know, but it's so it's like there's so much guy tier. I think, honestly, me personally, I know why we do the GOAT conversation, but you can move the bar so far on that any way that, that kind of Build your narrative. I think you know the greatest when you see the greatest. Like yeah. you, like I don't think you can create criteria. Like, listen, Dan Marino is one of the greats, but I don't think you could ever make the case that he's the greatest quarterback in NFL history because he is lacking one key component: a ring. Is it what? What's the number of rings? Not for you, Channing, because you, yeah. you know, staked your claim that Mahomes is already better, but like. Generally speaking, what do you think is the number that Mahomes has to get to to pass? Well, quote, I unquote, think Brady? he's kind of there. So I do think I. It's so three do I. This early on, like he's there. I'm not. I'm not uh, arguing it. But but anymore. he's he's pretty much doing he's doing the Brady thing where he's just pencil him into the AFC Championship yeah. game at minimum every yeah. single year. There is, is some breaking and, news. And Hold on, it, Solana. It, let me let me just share this breaking news. Do you have a do you have a uh, a sounder? Saw this over the weekend on social media. This may not come as a huge shock, but it is official. We always let them head play all the way out. We paid for it. This is the second, the brave. Right. That's right. <laughs> Reba. Got a little cutesy. <laughs> Run it back. Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan have called it quits. Mm, wow. They have broken up after about a Shocked. year wow. of dating. I don't know if you saw yesterday, she had scrubbed every picture of him off her Instagram account yeah. and stop following him. It's crazy that it didn't work out. It is official now. No one saw this coming. Yeah. Because I think huh. a lot of people thought this was true love, like the kind of love that comes around once in a lifetime. I may have to reconsider what I think is the definition of, like, I have to go home and talk to my wife. Like, this is a Right, because you deal. thought this would last forever. Yeah, if that's yeah. not going to last. Yeah. Anyway, you were saying, Solana? I want him to have a baby and name him Michael. <laughs> Scotty. They should have named Phil. him Scotty. Phil. <laughs> this is Michael Jordan. I was kind of invested yeah, in their relationship, fun. you know? I mean, this this comes as a huge blow to me. I can't least. believe it went that long. Yeah. I really can't. Like, I thought it was a little cutesy at the beginning. Hey, they're both getting some pub. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, they're on, like, interview shows talking about, you know, this love that they have. I they, thought it was they, a bit. And I didn't think it was real. At the real. beginning, it was a bit, yeah. I thought. And then they actually seem to love each other, but it is over. I believe we called this. Mm. 
I was kind of mad about it, saying it's silly, and you were like, "Come on now, this is this isn't gonna last." And mm. then, yeah, it didn't. Or profits, profits. I think when you're looking at the goat debate, are you talking about the greatest individual player in their respective sport, or are we talking about legacy? Because if you are doing legacy, then yeah, Tom Brady is the goat. That's inarguable. And Michael Jordan, his legacy is cemented as the GOAT because six NBA Finals appearances, six rings, two back-to-back-to-back title runs with you know him not playing in between. Like Nobody's going to be able to top that, or at least we don't think they are. But when you're just talking about it's the same reason I think Patrick Mahomes, Crowder, I'm with you. You just look at him, and he, he can't surpass Brady's legacy yet because he hasn't played that long yet. But when you just look at the individual player, it's the same thing I do with LeBron and Jordan. Who's the better overall talent? The same reason you think Patrick Mahomes has already beaten Tom Brady in that category, in that discussion, is the same reason I think LeBron James beats Michael Jordan in that discussion alone. But when you talk about legacy, Michael Jordan is the GOAT. LeBron can't pass that. He's lost too many NBA title, uh, NBA finals. And the same goes for Patrick Mahomes. Until he passes that number of rings, he can't have a better legacy than Tom Brady. That was as cogent a point as Alejandro Solana has ever made on this show. The way he laid it out, mm-hmm. the way that he get that was as cogent as anything's ever said, up until the point <laughs> where he says LeBron is more talented than MJ, and, and then everything got wiped out. He is. Talk. He is. We haven't learned after this long. He got that from somebody else. Who'd you get that from? Who did you get? You still jokes from SNL. You got that point from somebody because it really made that was much really sense. like that was laid out perfectly. There wasn't a stumble, a mumble like it That's, was. Uh, there, there was a stumble there. I don't he said think the there NBA was. Championship was in the like, NBA I wasn't was, going to say anything, but he that was really there. good. But it wasn't perfect. Just, he just happens to be wrong about MJ and LeBron. I'm not. I'm not. Who you steal that from? Man, I called. <laughs> I I opened up the post game show. After the Celtics game, I think Jimmy cut the audio, you rat bastard. But I opened up the show. Tommy asked me a question. I'll get the audio for you, Hawk. And I go, well, Hawk. Oh, yeah, Jimmy texted me. Jimmy texted me. He goes, he goes Solana just called Tommy Tig Hawk. <laughs> Tommy Tig's head must have exploded. You were probably honored to the highest degree. I was at, honored to at, the highest degree, and he was insulted, insulted to the highest degree. <laughs> that is so great. Did you acknowledge it immediately? Uh, of or course. Did you just barrel ahead. No, immediately. And I, I think I'm rubbing off on Tommy just a tiny little bit because he will just barrel through anything, right? But he even, you know, acknowledged like Hawk. Uh, this isn't <laughs> two to six on WQAM local. <laughs> yeah. But um, but but seriously, like, how can you not look at Tom Brady and say, okay, he he had his limitations, wasn't mobile, but his arm was maybe the most accurate we've ever seen, and he won all the big moments. You look at Patrick Mahomes. I mean, look at that drive yesterday. That's what he needed to say, hey, he can do it in the absolute biggest moment with the ball in his hands. He didn't need anybody else. He went, he got that fourth and one himself. What was MJ's with his shortcoming, though? MJ didn't have a shortcoming. He only had, I mean, again, I'm not discrediting this as a bad thing. Six NBA Finals appearances is insane. But he only had six NBA Finals appearances. LeBron James had a span where he went to eight straight finals. 
He lost, yeah, that, that lost MJ, most of them. MJ but... was doing it before Deep State took over. Okay. <laughs> it's all scripted now. Yeah. I don't know if you guys. Uh, you know what? I don't know if you guys are blind to what's going on in the goat conversation. You could bring up Deep State, and you can make a valid point. Yeah, because it, 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 I'm telling you, it is because so it's all like raw. Yeah. Here's here's what I know. It's about, nebulous about the Brady yeah. Mahomes debate. Okay, Tom Brady, Channing Crowder, one interception of Brady. Patrick Mahomes, Channing Crowder, zero interceptions of Mahomes. Already so had that, that take. Is that for, Did you? Is that is that a positive on hmm. Brady or Mahomes? Like what, what's going to get me in less trouble with Crowder? And that'll be my answer. <laughs> I'm not so certain. I don't know. Let's do 15 minutes of <laughs> heat sponsored by Kendall Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Start the new year in a new ride with no payments for 90 days. Kendall Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram.com. We've got a pair of heat tickets to give away. I'll do it this segment if you remind me. Heat and Jazz. March 2nd at the Kaseya Center. I don't know who's on the Jazz anymore. Who's it? John Stockton yeah. and uh, Carl Malone still. Man, man. My good friend Carl Malone. Um, People forget. We'll give away those tickets in a second. But for 15 minutes of heat, Solana, tell us about the Heat Celtics game on Sunday. None of us were watching. You weren't? No. Prime time, baby. Two o'clock in the afternoon was prime time. That was the big game of the day. No, so <laughs> for the retirement home, <laughs> Jimmy Butler didn't play the game. He uh, lost a family member and was out. So immediately you go into that game and you're saying, "Uh oh, no Jimmy against the Celtics." They the dropped, Heat were seven and a half point dogs. They dropped 143 on your head last time, uh, but the Heat hung tough. They lost Jay Rich and Terry Rozier. Josh Richardson will be out uh, for an extended period of time. We're still waiting on the MRI results from Terry Rozier. This game flipped, though, in the fourth quarter. Heat really did play a good game. It was around a 10-point deficit for most of it. They were hanging in every time they went on a run, cut it to single digits. Boston would go on a mini run, knock down a pair of three-pointers. Chris Saps Porzingis is unbelievable. But with about seven minutes uh-huh. left, Jalen Brown just does one of the dirtiest things I've seen an NBA player do. Locks Him and Duncan get called for a foul. Duncan kind of hooked them. And when Duncan and him have their, their arms like interlocked, he just ripped through and threw Duncan down onto the ground. Could could have really done some serious damage if you go watch the replay. Like he ripped through him. Duncan's long gets locked up and thrown down. Uh, then he had some smart ass comments after the game. The guy's a total bum. Can't dribble. Jalen Brown with his said after the hand. game that Duncan locked me up, and I bet he won't do that again. Oh, okay. Okay. Hey, All right, dribble Jaylen with your Brown. left hand. I bet yeah. he won't. I bet he won't anyway. Yeah, do it with your left hand. A lot of Heat fans are upset. I don't know if you guys have seen the discourse on social media that nobody stepped to Jalen Brown after that happened. He was not only stepped to him. Bam, gave him a big embrace at the end of the game. Uh, didn't he? That was with Jason Tatum. He oh, did. Okay. He did dap him up after the game very quick. But then him and Tatum, who happened to be very friendly, they're boys. Um, he talked to him quite a bit after the game. Every other member of the Miami Heat left the court straight into the locker room. Bam Adebayo was the only one who stayed after to kind of dap up some Celtics. People were upset at Bam. I don't understand why. I thought his response was great. Him and Hero took over that game, got the Heat back into the game, and they dominated that fourth quarter. But like we've seen all season long, Heat unable to execute in the biggest moments against the best teams late in the game. Yeah, but you're missing uh, Butler. Right. And you're missing Terry Rozier. Right. Like, yeah. Are we built like that? Like to step to someone? Yeah. Are we? That's what I was thinking when you were talking about like who's that dude that like UD's not there anymore. You know, and I know I'm not just going back to that, but hey, Jimmy. 
But Jimmy wasn't there. No, 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 I right. understand, but yeah. Also, Hawk, Jimmy's your star. Jimmy's not supposed to get thrown right. out of a game. Right. Like, who is that guy that's going to, oh, you tried to hurt Duncan, I'm going to F you up. Like, like UD, you sue so, the people. So, Bam's the captain now, right? And UD kind of passed that torch to Bam out of bio. But, Crowder, I'm with you. Like, the only reason the Heat had a chance in that game late after that transpired is because Bam out of bio had some really good plays. The, the very next play. After that happened, Bam went right to the rim and won physical play. What's he supposed to do? Go over there, knock out Jalen Brown, get tossed, and then he misses two games? While the Heat are already right now in the eighth spot in the Eastern Conference, like that to me isn't smart. But it, it I understand the frustration where the Heat are known as this team. You don't bleep with, right? The most physical team in the NBA. And somebody did something extremely dirty to one of your best players, and nobody – seem to have that, like, vitriol reaction to it. So I understand both sides, but the idea that your best player, most important player, Bam, is going to go over there and knock him out, to me is a stupid criticism from Heat fans. Mm, can't have a vitriol reaction. I don't know. I don't know why you I said that word. You can have a visceral reaction. Yeah, I don't know why I said Or there word. can be vitriol. Yeah, I apologize. But you can't have a vitriol reaction. You almost had it. I almost so had it, man. <laughs> so close, man. Words, words, words. It's been a good words, segment words. for you. Outside. It's it has been a good segment. Uh, still a lot of time left, gentlemen. I'll mess this up somehow. Words, words, words. I mean, they, they, they give him all this exposure, this Super Bowl halftime show. I do one song, people know. You know what I'm saying? Like, throw us a bone. I mean, all the other halftime performers, they didn't do new music when they had their chance. You like Maroon 5 better than that? Oh, yeah, that was a bad one, huh? Yeah. But they did the songs we know. What's funny, what's funny about this is the difference between Hawk loving the weekend performance and weekend. Usher's performance is that the weekend was in a movie he loves, Uncut Gems, and Usher yeah. wasn't. If Usher yeah. would have been in that movie, <laughs> yeah. you it. would be calling this the greatest halftime performance of all Because people saw that movie. Oh, well, what has Usher done? Oh, Big Bad Usher. Oh, Big Bad Usher Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> I think he has a bunch of awards and things, huh? Oh, uh, does he? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Does he? <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't know. He's <laughs> um, 100% right. <laughs> the only reason that I like The weekend is because of Uncut Jeff. <laughs> it's literally the only reason I like him. It's the only reason I like Kevin Garnett. <laughs> yeah. Usher is more talented than The weekend. No. Hawk. Hawk. Yes. Yeah. Stop it's it. not it's not even it's not even stop it. Did you see him this is, in the bathroom is, scene in Le Uncut Gems? Hawk, this isn't MJ LeBron. This is MJ Solana. Mm. Hey. I'm gonna, gonna say leave the music stuff to me. Uh, trust me, I'd have made that uh, Super Bowl halftime show watchable. I'd have said, well, <laughs> first of all, if you don't have a lot of hits yourself, Usher, let me give you a couple that other people have, and uh, maybe you can just uh, do that. Yeah, other than doing all these songs. Nobody knows. Everybody's running around. Nobody knows what's going on. You should have been there in the... There was no fireworks. You should have been in the Uncut Gems bathroom scene. <laughs> now we're talking. Now we're talking. <laughs> you all seen right. that movie? Uncut Gems? Have not. You haven't seen Uncut nope. Gems? Nope. Well, trust me, you'll feel the same way about The weekend versus Usher when you do. Mm -mm. Doubt it. It's true. Bathroom. I don't think it is. Good. 
Kevin Garnett is a terrible actor. No, he's excellent. <laughs> he plays himself and he just screams. No, that's time. not true. I've watched it. Oh, you obviously haven't. The Panthers shut out the Avs 4 nothing on Saturday. They're off until Wednesday, begin a three-game road trip at the Penguins. Kane's Hoops lost to UNC 75-72, dropped to 6-7 and in ACC play. Let's face it, the only way they make the tournament this year is if they win the ACC tournament at the end of the regular season. They have Clemson on the road Wednesday. And let's face it, they're not going to do that. <laughs> Based on the way the season's gone. You look confused, Josh. I'm just wondering why we're not talking about USF men's basketball in this update. Because no one cares. I'm just saying it's a good college basketball team. You want to talk about a good one? Okay. They're the usher of basketball. I, if they were the usher of basketball, I'd be thrilled. <laughs> are they the Bulls as well? They are the Bulls. Wow. Good job. Bulls fan. Bam. Your weather from the DeMesman and Dover Law Firm. Youraccidentattorneys.com. Free consultations 24-7-866-954. More partly cloudy uh, around 80 degrees. That's your weather. All right. Very good. Um, I do want to talk about our uh, our bets, and I want to talk commercials, about – Commercials, right? We have to talk about commercials. commercials. I mean, yeah. was there anything where you're like you leave the Super Bowl and you're like I, – I love the Ben Affleck Dunkin' Donuts commercial. I thought that was phenomenal. That was I love that. Trying to think if there was another commercial that I absolutely loved. I, I, I like had the Beyonce, one. the Beyonce around in yeah. space. Yeah, Beyonce that in space. Funny. That was clever. Breaking the internet. She's apparently dropping a country album, which yeah, uh, yeah. is interesting. I, I did have one that I didn't think got a lot of love, so maybe I was the only one. But Michael Sarah with the yes. Sarah B. I, I texted a pal in Whittingham. I love Michael Sarah. Me one. too. Me too. Yeah. I thought the but I think. Like, if you're not a Nobody Michael, Sarah Michael Sarah fan, that had to have fallen flat. Like, you probably didn't even know it when you were watching it. I was it. about to Google Michael yeah. Sarah, yeah. yeah. That, add that to the list of Paul McCartney of people he's Googled during the Google show. That right. Because I, I think that probably fell flat for a lot of people. Maybe, but isn't Superbad one of the, the greatest comedy movies ever? Like, people know Michael Sarah, I think. I think people, oh, I, I think, didn't know him by his real name. I was going to say, Michael Sarah for a lot of people is, oh, it's right. that guy. Right. Sarah V. Right, that was the 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 cutesiness of it's that commercial. Great, like it's better now than why right. is this yeah, any dude it, holding? They lotion. probably needed to show a scene from Superbad beforehand or something. Look, got <laughs> too much money, too much money. Yeah, Michael. Sarah. And I love the Robert F. Kennedy commercial, <laughs> but we'll talk about that. Uh, <laughs> heat tickets, Hawk. Heat tickets. Oh, let me give away the heat tickets here. Um, we have a pair every day this week. So if you don't win today, you'll have another chance tomorrow. Uh, what caller number do you want to take here, Crowder? Uh, ten. Ten for the amount of minutes Usher wasted <laughs> in our halftime. What, what, oh, no, seven. What number does Jalen Brown wear? What number does Jalen Brown wear? Bum. <laughs> caller Bum. <laughs> Let's go Caller seven. 55 for Duncan. Caller, what caller number do we want to take? We, we're seven. just blurting out numbers. Caller 7 to 305-567-0560 gets two tickets to see Heat and Jazz March 2nd at the Kaseya Center. Again, if you don't win these tickets, we'll have another pair tomorrow. And uh, caller 7 right now, 305-567-0560. We will continue on here from Twin Peaks in Davie in a moment. 
This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. It's, it's all right. You know, it's not completely horrible. If I had to rate it out of 100, I'd say a 3 out of 100. I wouldn't say this is actually that good. Hawk and Crowder. I think a lot of people gamble on the Super Bowl. Maybe uh, I had someone uh, I had uh, tweeted out to super followers like, hey, I had a great Sunday night, and someone tweeted back at me. One of the super followers tweeted back, it made my first live bet ever. I think a lot of people make their first bets or really start looking at props and parlays and, you know, more than just betting a winner or a loser aside um, during the Super Bowl. So let us share with everyone how our betting exploits (laughs) were, because I know a lot of people pay attention to this show. First off, let me say this. The national anthem, we had Lee Sterling's daughter, Brooke, on for like the third year in a row. She has been nine for nine handicapping the national anthem over under she researches it i mean that's all handicapping is essentially she researches it she watched every reba mcintyre national anthem she said there were dozens of them and she came to the conclusion it would be under 90 and a half seconds so under 131 and reba mcintyre finished the song and the home of the brave and it was under And then she sang that line again. Of the brave. (laughs) And I threw a beer through my TV (laughs) because I started the night out on a loss. Did your book give you credit for it? Many books gave credit to whether you had the over or the under. They just wiped off the bet because, like I said, when you end and the home of the brave, that is technically the end of the song. I had said to Crowder earlier, and then all of a sudden, if you sing, thank you very much, (laughs) would you consider that more song? So the song ends. It really is under, but then she sings the same last line over again. My The place where I bet it, because Hard Rock app doesn't take novelty props, uh, the place where I bet it. Hey, next Super Bowl. Give me the novelty prop. That, that's a Florida law. That's not. Is there. it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a Florida law. There's many states that don't allow novel. There, there's many states that don't allow any any kind of gambling whatsoever if it's something that could be predetermined in advance. And the okay. length of a national gotcha. anthem is yeah, of course, one of those things. People who Gatorade person, color yeah. is one of those things. Yeah. People could have knowledge. So there first are some song, states. last song of the halftime yes, show. Game. Exactly. Okay. So uh, that's not a hard rock. I mean, hard rock would love all that hey, money. Change the law. <laughs> yes, I agree. Change I think, the law. I think you went to somewhere else. That's why I love the RFK commercial. <laughs> so anyway, so I start. So no, my book, my book, <laughs> my book did not change it. But my book is like an offshore uh, guy on the dark web. <laughs> so I didn't think once they had already taken the money out of my account, the moment she started the second line again, I didn't think they were going to reverse it. And they haven't. Interesting. <laughs> Hawk told me one time, follow, follow me down the street for a second. I'm like, what? <laughs> I used to meet my guy behind the I, Walgreens on 441. Got to meet my right guy. By the yeah, old, I did. Uh, stadium uh, Am I the muscle? <laughs> <laughs> You're not the patsy. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. I had a great night gambling. So I had. I did a sixty a six leg parlay. Then. You love a six leg parlay that has no chance. I believe I did this on Ambient Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And it, and I hit. Um, I'll tell you what the six leg parlay was because I had some other good bets, but the six leg parlay was the best. Chiefs over twenty one and a half points. 
They had 19. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, if they, like, I'm good to go here. Christian McCaffrey, anytime touchdown. Travis Kelsey to record four or more receptions. What I did on this parlay was I, I bought down a yeah. lot of the props. So I, his, pro, his was probably seven and a half or something. I had it at four. George Kittle to record two receptions or more. He got two. I think the, the line was actually four, four and a half for him. Wow. And then he went out. Um, Debo Samuel under 58, 58 and a half receiving yards. That was from Rob Pizzola. Remember, he said bet all the Debo Samuel unders. Yeah. And then uh, Pizzola even tweeted yesterday. I'm not proud to say this, but when Debo went out, I, I started fist bumping. Came back in, though. Yeah. Um, and then I had Patrick Mahomes to record over 24 and a half rushing yards. And again, it was probably 50, in the 50s, but I had bought it down. But anyway, it was a six-leg parlay that hit. I also won uh, under four and a half total sacks and did it four. That was courtesy of Pizzola. I had this. This was like a little hard rock. Uh, it wasn't a boost, but it was like a hard rock exclusive. Patrick Mahomes and Brock Purdy each to record 10 plus yards rushing. Did you see that Purdy's line for the game was 12 and a half? Yeah. He was at 13 and that kneel down at the end of regulation yes. put him at 12. So that And I had said hit. to my wife, because we, we were, I, she knew that I had that parlay and I said, you know what? We're probably safe here. I and then it hit me. I'm like, oh, wait, he's going to kneel down. Sometimes when you kneel down, it's right there. They only took a yard off. Sometimes they reverse a couple steps, and you end up losing three yards. Right. So I got a little nervous there. <laughs> but anyway, that was, uh, that was a nice little winner. I had uh, Nick Bosa under half a sack. He got close a million times, but he never got that sack. Um, and then I had first play of the game will be more than three and a half yards. And it was a Christian McCaffrey six-yard run. And then uh, I had total. The, the Fred Warner bet. Oh, Fred Warner. Hey. I didn't even talk about that. I had KC plus two as well. And I had Fred Warner over eight and a half sacks, which Crowder for two days on this show <laughs> last week was like, bet the Fred Warner overs. Yeah. And we did. So anyway, I had a really good night gambling i'm guessing you did as well i did because i had the uh the fred warner he put me over the edge but let me see so under i was playing the under 47 and a half they, oh it looked great right you're like this this one i'm gonna laugh all the way to the bank yeah and then they go to overtime <laughs> and i'm doing the math right so they both can't score right so i'm hoping for a field and i Wanted the 49. I wanted them to keep going. Like, I wanted to see football going. But I was like, they, if they both score a touchdown, I'm screwed. <laughs> so I'm cheering for it. But end up going 47, which was crazy. I had a crazy parlay. And some of these parlays are never going to hit. But just listen to some of this. Some of it doesn't make sense. Isaiah Pacheco, anytime touchdown. 49ers, minus two and a half. And Pacheco, under 65 and a half. So I wanted him to score a touchdown. But I don't think he's going to rush that far. Right. So I was thinking it's the red zone stuff. You talk about Ambien, this might be some this might be some funky Buddha bets in here. <laughs> so <laughs> lost that one. This is where I doubled up. I want I got some other crazy ones. So you got it at Fred Warner tackles and assist over eight and a half. Yeah. I got in there too. So I bet that one. I think it might have been Friday night. I look back and it's Fred Warner over seven and a half. So I'm like, 
ooh. If I love if it, it eight gets, and a half. I was like, I gotta love it at seven and a half. And I was like, if it gets to eight and I didn't take this seven and a half, I'm gonna be so upset it didn't hit eight and a half. So I just doubled down because I told you my thought was Roquan Smith had 16 tackles against the Chiefs. The same middle linebacker, honestly, in my opinion, better is going to have more or equal to Roquan Smith. What do you end up having? 14, 15 yeah, it was, tackles? It was, it was up there. And yeah. the overtime helped him. So I got a double down. But he hit it right in regulation. He hit yeah. it on, that yeah. la- on the time yeah. drive. Yeah. But yeah. I got like back to back plays. I got the double down there and then, uh, yeah, the under. What about uh, you, Solana? What uh, You had a good night gambling as well, right? I had the best night gambling of my entire life. I only lost two bets, which was Kelsey to win MVP, which was more of a flyer than me actually trying to win it. And then, I couldn't remember who you had. I thought maybe you had C-Mac, and I thought, I thought you were going to be in perfect position to cash that one. I thought he was going to win it. If San Francisco had won, would it have been McCaffrey? No, I think it would have been Jawan Jennings. Yeah, he threw the touchdown, really? and he, he caught a touchdown. touchdown. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I, I took mm. all the Debo unders, rushing yards and receiving yards six minutes before the game. I had non-quarterback to attempt a pass. That's great. That's cool. I was going what was the, You what had was to be going nuts, nuts on that. What, what were the going, odds on that? Uh, plus 165. So another flyer, like, oh, why not, yeah. right? Like, if, if it happens, it's going to be great. Oh, I lost. I lost. I had a two-point conversion will be attempted. I lost that. You would have had one if, the, if uh, that overtime went the way that – you know, well, that's so I'm doing all the machinations as it goes. You know, like anytime somebody's up, you start doing, okay, if they score six here, would seven matter? Would eight matter? Right. But yeah, no, uh, no, no two point conversions. Fred Warner over on tackles. Yeah. Crowder, thank you very much. Yeah. And then I had Chiefs plus two right from the beginning. I've had that bet in for over a week and a half, and it cashed, baby. I had a big night last night. Yeah, that felt good. What about you, Appel? Last night like Solana was probably the best day of gambling I've ever had in my entire life. Are we counting squares and like, okay, so I, I won first quarter squares and I won final four squares. So right just off the bat, that's never happened before right off the bat. We're, we're Nobody well wins into the Super positive. Bowl squares. Especially, I've never met anyone who's won the Super Bowl. Especially with, with those two numbers, five and two. Like You just disregard that when you get those squares at the beginning of the game. So I won that. I won a, a DraftKings pool with a few friends. And then the bets, thank you for the Fred Warner uh, wager crowder. So we all won that one. I took Kyle Juszczyk over a half a catch, so one catch. He got that on the second play from scrimmage. Hawk did the over three and a half first play from scrimmage, so I tailed him on that. That hit. The only bet I lost, let me take that back. Travis Kelsey at halftime, he had like one receiving yard. His live line was 38 and a half at minus 115. So I threw on that. That hit. And then the only bet that I lost was Isaiah Pacheco uh, rushing yards. So I was like seven yards away from having an undefeated Super Bowl. And I was saying to Hawk earlier before the show started, it's like, I don't know how I can get excited to, to, to bet on anything anymore because it will never be as good as it was yesterday. I said you enjoy the wins when you get them. You enjoy great nights when you get them. You better go back to Hawk. Plenty of people uh, plenty of people come out of the Super Bowl, and they are chasing on the NHL tonight, man, with no knowledge. Hawk, what are we doing on the bye week? Fading the heat. Anytime um, they go up. <laughs> I, I was going to do it. I was going to do it on Sunday. I was watching the end of the game, Solana. So the live line was, I think, Celtics minus four and a half was as low as it got. 
and I didn't pull the trigger. I think they ended up winning by four, right? I don't think they would have covered. Yeah, yeah. 110, 106. Yeah, I came really close to uh, pulling the trigger on the Celtics. And, and this Super Bowl Sunday was a day after I had one of the worst beats of my entire life. I had a seven-team college basketball parlay. I don't have a problem. And uh, one of the games was Youngstown State and Green Bay. I don't have a problem. And Green Bay is the last one I needed. Six of the seven it hit. And after a block with like five seconds left, uh, out of a timeout, inbounds, Green Bay hits a three at the buzzer, ruins the parlay. No one even knows that those teams have basketball Thank teams. Thank you. Like you. Agreed. You, you I don't have really, a problem. You really do I have don't a have problem. a problem. Josh what? Appel, ladies and gentlemen, 5 o'clock Funky Buddha Happy Hour is coming up. We're at Twin Peaks in Davie. Thank you, Joshua. Josh is going to be filling in for us uh, next Monday and Tuesday. A lot of Bulls basketball, USF talk to lead the show. Josh will not be filling in for us <laughs> next Monday and Tuesday. Who said that he was? This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. I'm telling you, at my age, there is no greater feeling than complete evacuation. Hawk and Crowder.